Hey, what's up? What's up, Travis? Not a whole lot. How's it going? It's going alright. Tired. Yeah? Did you get away from work in less than 15 hours today? Yeah, I managed to do less than 15 hours. I think 10, so it was a good day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 10's like a successful day. And I did three hours on Sunday and 14 hours yesterday. And <laughs> That makes me want to puke. Yeah. And then between, from, no, between, basically from Monday through Friday, well, it's technically Saturday at 1 a.m. I did 70 hours. Blech. Yeah. Blech. Yeah, it's rough. I am 100% not here for that. No. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, QU. My team was on vacation and all hell broke loose. And, mm. Yeah, technically I did the right thing for the company, but, you know, not of course, you. all good deeds. No no good deeds go unpunished, so. Yeah. Just In the corporate world, for that. all good deeds go unrecognized, so. Yeah. I don't really do it for the recognition. I just wanted to. You know. <laughs> just do what I thought was right. Yep. Brant's here. Yeah. Hello. Oh. Oh, God. Okay. All right. I, I am a little more prepared than usual. I've actually got... I cleared all of the tabs that I had on my desktop, so now I just have D&D &D stuff. I'm going to go ahead and set the difficulty up a little bit. <laughs> um, what? Oh, Travis. Have you seen all the stuff that happened to my dad? I saw that he had surgery on a knee. Did he do the same thing you did? Uh, he tried to. Oh, boy. He rolled out of a golf cart. Yeah. Yeah. Is he all right? Yeah, he's... Uh, He's not resting as much as he should because he's a stubborn old mule. But Yeah, well, old, <laughs> old people do that. Yeah, we've been he's being my realtor like looking for houses too Ooh. and like as soon as they took care of his hematoma he's like all right let's go look at houses and he's just like coming around with a cane i'm like dad you can stay in the car let's go <laughs> let's fucking go boys no yeah definitely 100 percent should not be walking around didn't he have that surgery like last week or was it the week before uh he had it on friday yeah very very recently last week like four days ago okay yeah yeah do not and like his his foot's fractured too yeah yes and today he came to the fucking house without his boot on and i'm like what is wrong with you bruh 
<laughs> Get it together, sir. You're not of the age where it will just kind of take care, work itself out in the end. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, hopefully he gets that speedy recovery going on. I was just waiting for you to say it like he you know, had came up with his boot on and a 40 in his hand. and <laughs> He might as well have. Called you a bitch, so let's go. <laughs> Did backflips up the stairs. Right. It's getting a little more wild by the second. But uh, on the bright side, I found or I looked at a pretty dope condo today that I might that I'm trying to try and get. For just me, it's a like three bedroom, two and a half bath. That would be awesome. And where's it at? It's in Spartanburg. Hmm. Not bad at all. Is the is the real estate market there as crazy as it is here? Uh, it's, I don't think it's as bad. I don't know how, how crazy it is there. Um, our neighbors across the street listed their house a week ago and they had 30 visit or 30 showings within 36 hours and had accepted an offer in that time. Yeah. It's not quite as crazy. Yeah. I think I know Sarah's parents are looking at moving up here and they found this house and they're like, could you get us in touch with your realtor buddy? They say they're going to accept offers until the seventh. We're like, sure. Um, here's his number, but you're, you're just going to want to talk to him and have him looking for you. And so I texted him and let him know that I was giving him his number. And he's like, yeah, I was just looking at that for somebody else that sold for 50,000 over asking. I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of my, I don't know. Um, have you met Chris Walling, the like Sally's husband? No. Yeah, uh, they sold their house. Yeah. Uh, or they put their house on the market the day before showings. They had two offers that were both over forty grand over asking if they just didn't show the house. Mm -hmm. And one person is like, "We will just you can live there for." two months rent-free while you find your house and yep. get all that situated. Yeah. It's, it's cray-cray. Last summer, we paid like 20000 over asking for our house. Blech. Great. Really. Well, according... Actually, I'm going to pull up, pull up the Zillow. I don't like going by this estimate, but like I look at it to make myself feel real good sometimes. <laughs> well, um, well, right now the Zillow is actually pretty accurate because people are paying over. Okay, so we bought our house five years ago, and according to this estimate, our house has nearly doubled since we bought it. I, I, you could probably yeah, same with mine. I'm probably sure you could probably put your house up for maybe half a mil, and people would be considering it. Yeah, no, this estimate's five fifty right now, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll see what happens when we get this kitchen redone here in a month. Anyway, we got the whole party here. Um, it's right out. Mm-hmm. It's just cabinet resurfacing, making it look like it's not from the 1980s. Uh, super stoked. <laughs> All right. We got everybody. Everybody, welcome back to Horde of the Dragon Queen. I was telling them I, I feel kind of prepared. 
I have like tabs open that are only for D and I closed the other thirty. Um, I did kind of lie to you. I told you I would tally up the number of episodes that we have done or the number of sessions total. Um, I went as far back as I had recordings for, which was thirty. Um, but that was at the end of the dragon hatchery. So I would say maybe this is like 42. We're going to go with 42. It's the meaning of life, right? Mm. Yep. Trivia. Does anybody know why 42 is the, the meaning of life? Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Right. But because do you the know, internet's like, so. know the, the, the explanation <laughs> behind that? 42 is the ASCII character number for the asterisk, which is the wild card. So the meaning of life is whatever you want it to be. There's today years old. Yeah, there is your food for thought. Anyway, welcome to my Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy TED Talk. Um, thank you all for attending. <laughs> yeah, last week in the Horde of the Dragon Queen, you all were hired... Let me come over to the same map you're on instead of the one that I'm frantically prepping. Hired as wagon guards for a goofy little halfling merchant by the name of Winter and Barley Dance. You all agreed to be paid 10 gold at the beginning of the journey. So you've already gotten that and another 10 gold when you arrive at the Karnath Roadhouse. Um, and he... Might try and persuade you to continue along and help him all the way to Neverwinter. Um, which would go against your current objective of following the treasure of the cultists because you don't know where they're going to end up. So, um, in the event that he goes one way and they go another, y'all going to have some decisions to make. Stephen H is typing. Okay. Um... East through the words and okay, yeah, great. That, that sounds fun. Let's yeah, just side quest into. Don't tell him, but okay. <laughs> side quest into. I guess that would be the Westwood, or you could you could take the long way around to Neverwinter and like come up the long road and go to Red Larcy, Westbridge, Tribor, Long Saddle, and then come down to Neverwinter this way and like. Then I would have to make up four cities. Um, yeah, let's see here. You all played dice with a or half orc named Haruak, um, and I believe ended up just taking most of each other's money. Your last night in Bald or er, Waterdeep, and then as you set off, you kind of got to know Winter and Barley Dance a little bit. Uh, he. Just trades goods, kind of a disappointment to his family, trying to make some money, hoping to sell a painting by an Aarakocra um, that he has that the Aarakocra doesn't have thumbs, so he paints it with his beak, hoping to get a little seed money with that by selling it up in Neverwinter and either getting some property or something, you know. He really likes fucking feeding the animals, like, that is his life passion is to go and find animals and feed them acorns. So, uh, I believe it, was it Rombor? Yes, yeah, yes it was. Rombor went to go shake a tree and get just a 
boatload of acorns to give um, to Barley Dance on your second day of travel, and a goblin commander flew out and said, Get him! Um, and then a whole bunch of ogres and a giant and some other people proceeded to pop out. Uh, it looked like a big, scary encounter. I want to say, like, I don't know, Keith turned half of them to goo. Um, fireballs were thrown. I think Steven shot a giant in the eyeball as a sworn enemy or something, and his bow started talking. It was wild combat. Oh, yeah, and Teppin slit somebody's throat. And that was, I think that was the end of the combat. So, that's kind of where we're at. We're, we're getting ready to start day three of your about ten day travel. Um... I'm just going to mark for you on the map really quickly. You know your destination um, to be this little line that I have drawn right here. Um, titled the Carnath Roadhouse. That is kind of the halfway point between Waterdeep and Neverwinter. It's actually probably a little farther down. Right there. Um... And that is kind of the midway point where the labor crews stay um, while they spend their two or three weeks of working on the road between Neverwinter and Waterdeep trying to rebuild it. Any questions? Cool. Um, so, I think Joey rolled our d20 for traveling for day two. Um, is there anything you all would like to accomplish on day three, or just roll and get the party started? Get the party started. Get it. Get it. Somebody roll a d20. <clears throat> cool. Oh. All right, day three goes by with no event. Oh. Um, uh, I guess, you know, since we're in the caravan with the, you know, group that apparently, you know, hates my new companions, uh, kind of just keeping an eye on them. Uh, anything, uh... Have we seen any of the cultists? Yeah, Jamna pointed out um, she recognized one from the trip from Baldur's Gate to Waterdeep and kind of pointed him out to you on day one of this travel um, as you guys were getting ready to leave. So you know they're in the same caravan as you. Uh, she's kind of keeping her distance, but you would know the group um, that she pointed out to you at the beginning of the travel, so you would you would know which of the three or four teams of wagons they are on. Has there been any suspicious comings and goings? You could roll an investigation for me. Yeah, just to see if uh, yeah, like they've rotated different people out and kept track of who's been visible. Yeah. Keith, if you want to roll one too, that would be fine. Um, yeah, so you all don't really notice anything. Uh, just kind of asking around the non-cultist members of the caravan. Uh, it kind of seems like they're really standoffish. Um, 
or the the other folk, the non-cultist members in the caravan, like tell you that it seems like the cultists are really standoffish and don't want to interact. Um, but other than that, you don't get a whole lot. Anybody else want to do anything on day three? I want to look for some acorns. All right. Roll perception. Boom. <laughs> so you actually pick up a rock <laughs> and hand it to Barleywell. Just say... Here's an acorn to feed your feed your critters, and he just kind of looks at you and says, "Yeah, thanks," and like tucks it in his pocket. And then, like as soon as you turn around, he just drops it on the ground. Yep, that's all I got. Cool. All right, who wants to roll for day four? Give me a d twenty. Okay. Mm -hmm. Day four goes by without event. Anybody have anything they're trying to do on this day? Hey, uh, fair to say we're all rested up, right? Yeah, yeah, you're getting a long rest every night. Cool. Thank you. Cool. Day five, uh, roll me a d20. How, oh, how yep. close are we to the swamp? Um, the, the, that marsh is a dead man or whatever. Mirror of the Dead Men. Let's see here. You are on day four. So you are not quite halfway. Here comes my master artwork. I would say you are at the end of that black line now. Okay. Anybody else? Bueller? Um... Uh, so Oscar's going to kind of look around and see who, who all are we traveling with. Yeah. Uh, as far as, like, yeah, we've got the cultists and our boy, but, like, are there any other <clears throat> uh, wagons with us? Yeah, there are two other wagons. Um, and kind of whenever you were hired, um, they did tell you that the... There was a pretty high turnover on people carrying supplies up to the Carneth Roadhouse to be stored and of mm -hmm. workers who are building the road. Um, so you've got a wagon that's laden down with people uh, to go up and work on that road between the roadhouse and Neverwinter, and you've got a wagon that's laden down with supplies. Okay, he's good. Okay. Alright, let's go with some D20 for day five. Yeah. It's a lot of nines. Yeah. A lot of niners. It's that is it's incredible, actually. <laughs> um, Alright, yeah. <laughs> No, no big events happen. Does anybody want to do anything with their fifth day on the road? On the road again. Can't wait to roll that number nine. 
just enjoying watching Rombor just pick up rocks. And inspect <laughs> <them>. <laughs> Here's some more acorns. Does anybody feel like going out hunting for some fresh meat? Rombor's good for that. Between maybe fishing, there seems to be mountains and water. Well, might be some wolves, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm picking up rocks, thinking they're good. Uh, Rombor can make y'all a nice like rock stew. Oh man! All these acorns that he's finding. Do I see any gold? Do I see any golden stags, trotting around the area? <laughs> uh, you could go ahead and roll perception for me. Nope. Nope. <laughs> six, six perception is not gonna do it. Y'all are, y'all are starting. I think y'all are like summer, summer these nuts, and you don't do well with cold, <laughs> and you just like recede up into yourself because um, you are not perceptive or investigative at all. On this <laughs> I see, I see a shadow behind the tree and I shoot an arrow at it. What? Alright. <laughs> Hi. Yep. The the shadow of the tree is now pinned and cannot move. Nice. <laughs> Rombor patting the back. Good shot. <laughs> Except he's like patting one of the rocks he picked up. <laughs> Uh, okay. Would I? So I, I would probably be like taking notes, like a journal kind of thing. Would I have seen anything interesting yet? Um, what would he find interesting? What particular thing shooting for? Uh, probably a a creature that I would not have read about before, or something that doesn't look like something I've read about. Um. Roll. I'll have you roll a perception for me. Okay. Um, no, you have not seen anything. Um, but kind of as you're sitting there on the wagon, as um, your your buddy Rolo goes off and shoots a shadow of a tree. Uh, <laughs> And, and Rombor's picking up rocks. Um, you kind of overhear one of the workers in the other, other wagon. They're kind of just having a normal conversation. Um, and you hear one person speak up. Um, you hear her being addressed as Anastas. Anastas Morningfall. She's like, oh, yeah, this is my, this is my third tour. I really hope the Bullywogs... Um, stay away on this trip and so I will have you roll a history check for me to see if you know what a bullywug is okay um, is that any of us or yeah anybody can okay um 
So, Vincer, um, you have not seen. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Vincer rolled a 12. You have not seen a Bullywog, um, but you've heard them described in some texts. Uh, Joey, I don't know which of your characters that's for, but they do not know anything. <laughs> Tappen. Tappen, yeah. Tappen doesn't know anything about a Bullywog. Um, yeah, both, uh, both Rolo and Vincer have heard of the Bullywog, um, and you know that they're just kind of a frog creature. That's about all you really got. Um, I want, like, some more, let's see here, Ekamon and Oscar, um, you all would know that they are basically humanoid frogs, uh, they're, they can breathe air and water, so they can speak with, like, your, your little critter, frogs and toads, um, with their own language, uh, that has been titled Bullywog. Um, Ekamon, you've probably interacted with them in your, from your own plane. Uh, yeah. they can... Taste. Yeah. <laughs> taste like, taste like frog, look like people. <laughs> yep. Um, they were probably farmed in your original homeworld, uh, for their legs that taste like chicken and they're the size of people. So that could be good. Um, you know that they, they tend to live in swamps and bogs and, um, tend to think of themselves as the Lords of the swamp. So knowing that you all are coming up on a swamp, um, it would not be surprising if, this uh, Anastas Morningfall has encountered Bullywogs on some of her other trips, especially if she's been here three times. Is Mirror of Dead Men the swamp we're talking about? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Is there something that the uh, Bullywogs fear? Like uh, something that we could use as a totem to keep them from attacking the caravan? They fear my arrows and keep on pointing my bow at those shadows. Well, they might not yet, um, but I bet they will. Uh, let's see here. Totem to scare. They're not really scared you know that they hate humans um hate humans they only really respect their gods or their leaders so they don't really they're super stuck up they sneer in the demand they don't like being isolated so um singling them out would really be the only thing i can't think of any kind of like totem or anything like that that you could use to scare them um Killing some would probably would they be scared of fire. Yeah, would they be what? Would they be scared of fire since they're in a swamp? I don't know. You don't know. Good to know. <laughs> All right. This is Jamna that we were talking to, right? No, this was Vinzer. Kind of overheard a some of the workers on their wagon um 
and overheard a, a one of the workers named Anastas Morningfall who said it was her her third tour up to work on the road because um, the pay's good. And oh, so just overheard. We don't have. We're not talking to her then. Yeah, no, nobody's actually interacted with her. Well, uh, Tevin just wants to speak up to Vinzer and just ask if, uh, hey, do you know the history of the swamp? I actually know anything about the swamp. Roll me a history check. Oh, God. I don't need to just stop telling y'all that I have <laughs> <not> prepared. <laughs> Hey, prepare, boys! Yeah, I had like eight tabs open, and I've googled five things since we started, and we've been going for fifteen minutes. Like, yep. all right, seventeen history. Um, you know that the Mirror of Dead Men uh, was originally translated from Elvish "Merdelain," meaning "slow marching court." Um, it's called that because it is slowly expanding out into the Sword Coast. Um, getting larger and larger. Thousands of dwarves, elves, and humans were slain there during an orc army invasion. Slain during an orc army? Okay. Yeah. Lots of dead people. Um, so they, they lived there? Yeah. Before it got okay. swampy. Um, got it. Let's see here. Cold water swamp about 100 miles long and 30 miles wide along the shore. Uh, it's just known that there's a bunch of monsters and few civilized races, races there. You know, guys, I fashion myself something of a, a opportunity finder. And I have, I have this sense that maybe something called of the dead men and used to have civilizations on it probably has something of value hidden away from time. Maybe it would be worth our while to explore this place, uh, you know, try to find something that'll help our own means. Yeah, I think it sounds like they have good acorns there. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, all the all, all any acorns I find will be yours, buddy. All right. I mean, it'd be tough to keep a hold of the caravan. Yeah, that's that, them. So that's definitely a situation. So I wonder if maybe. Hmm, Let's see. You think about that one. Um, Brent, you you studied dragons, right? That was kind of why your friend sent you on this this quest. Yeah, I've studied dragons. Okay, you would know that um, in 631 DR, Ebendeth laid claim to this area, um, and this became his lair. Uh, he disappeared in 922, becoming a Dracolich. And there was a sect of the Cult of the Dragon who worshipped him at a mausoleum at Uth Tower. So, uh, can I roll to see if I know who Eben Death is? Is that the name? Eben? Yeah. Uh, you could roll history for me. Because um, while I'm mostly uh, an opportunist and thief and, you know, uh, with a golden heart, of course, I actually have a favorite enemy of dragons, and I would say that Teppen likes to engage in any 
kind of battle with Dragon if he can for the... It's the one thing he would like to fight because growing up he had stories of knights and dragons and it's the one thing he feels like could be honorable that he could do. It's the He's big on the, the large enemy versus the small guy and always fighting for the small guy and it's the epitome of that story too. Yep. So there's a thing okay. to him about that. This game is stupid. Uh, okay. Okay, history. there it is. That's what I wanted. Okay. Oh, that was a 20. Yep, it was a 20, and then it became an 8. Um, so, <laughs> just kind of, you know, you get a glazed-over look um, when Vinzer says, Chardin Siravitriol, um, which is Ebendeth's, like, actual name. Um, and then he says Ebendeth, and you kind of, you've heard Ebendeth, like, he's a legendary dragon. Um but you don't know like the the specific history being like a legendary dragon um Finzer would be able to fill you in uh let's see here about i love that it tells me like this was published in 2014 i don't care when it was published i want to know what year it takes oh okay 1480s um 800 years ago he settled in the mirror of the dead men he disappeared 500 years ago um and it's rumored that he became a draco lich so a like skeleton dragon and not just a dragon uh and supposedly 200 years ago his body disintegrated into dust um under the eye of merkel and his remains are supposedly still in the mirror of the dead men um the sect of the cult of the dragon that was here collapsed about 50 years ago when merkel was destroyed and nobody knows where his actual remains are anymore can we ask the can i ask the uh the person who hired us if he knows where there's an old mausoleum where they cult of the dragon used to uh, used to be at. Oh yeah, that's right over down the road. No, he doesn't know. He's not from round here. <laughs> Thank you. We could ask the one who's seen the frog people a couple times. Maybe they've seen something on their travels. Yeah. Do you speak frog? Oh, the person who's seen the frog people, not the actual frog people. <laughs> From the caravan and walk a day in the woods, see if we find the frog person, capture him, torture him, and then, you know, find out their secrets. Well, you're still, still, still <laughs> not dark. quite in the marshy type area. Um, you think it'll probably be a couple days before you're at the point where you would be able to go search for a frog person, if that is your choice to do okay i guess we keep on going things have devolved rapidly i went from, <laughs> i went from having three tabs open and feeling compared to now i'm i'm in four separate windows i'm up to about 15 okay, okay. 
So that 20 minutes we just had you do all that stuff. Yeah, we're good. We're gonna move on. Yeah, <laughs> moving <Google>. on. Got <laughs> Who wants to roll me a D20 for day six? Stephen Hoffman. Oh boy. Okay. That's um, not a nine. <laughs> what are you doing, Stephen? Pause for. Yes, just, station identification. Just a super quick. Uh, encounter balancing. Uh oh. An encounter cannot be generated. Dun, dun, dun. Let's try. Where'd he go? Who wants to roll a day set? Wow. My bow behind another tree. <laughs> <laughs> really? Dude, you got another tree shadow. Good job. What the hell? How about we go? Let me increase the number of monsters. Oh god. Uh. <laughs> Fire enough oh. arrows in your side. Huh. How about how about hard? No, it's just not it's just not okay. Well apparently um the encounter generator that we have uh has decided that you all don't need to fight human bandits because it cannot make an encounter hard enough for you <laughs> so <laughs> i saw something that could be fun let's go as they were coming at us Ooh, yeah, i don't want to do that yeah you you scare them off with Hmm. Rumbor throws his quote acorns at the bandits and they run off. Hmm. They accidentally shoot Rombor in the back of his ass. <laughs> yeah, let's just do like a PvP. I think that would be fun. Um Okay. Let me go set up this just real quick battle map and then we'll we'll get going in some encounters that y'all have. Oh, fun! My headphones just died. Nice. How's the uh, how's the caravan doing? It's missing the uh, greater horse potion. I mean, the uh, horse. The the horses of greater healing. Um, yeah. They had to stop by a little way station uh, and buy a couple more, and so it was actually the cultists' wagons that were missing their horses. Um, they were pretty pissed about having to having to pull that cart half a day. <laughs> and use some of their treasure to buy uh, buy some buy some more horses because of the greater horse of healing funny that you mentioned that um, <laughs> so you all complete the oh that's nasty um, complete the day's travels with pretty much no events that you can see you set up your camp for the night um are you all setting up a watch for the night or not uh yeah yeah it's just we're close to the swamp it would be a pretty smart idea absolutely uh 
All right, who is going to be on watch first? I'll take first watch. All right. Give me a perception check. Good. I already got rid of my natty, so... Okay. Um, so the first watch goes by pretty much uneventfully. Uh, you hear the crackle of the fire. You kind of hear a little low rumble off um, to the west, thinking it's probably just some, like, a thunderstorm rolling in. Um, you know that, you know, that is the way that weather weathers is from west to east. Who is going to be on second watch? I could take a second. Perception check. Poor flavor. All right. Um, yeah, so that rumbling um, that Rolo tells you about from his watch just seems getting louder and louder, and you think that a storm um, is rolling in. And the storm eventually starts like shaking the ground um and basically right whenever they reach the edge of the camp is when you first notice them approaching um let's make sure i brought you to the right map yes i did okay so we'll go ahead and have y'all drop yourselves you are staying in this nice large tent as you are with the wealthy merchant down here in the southeast You've got several other smaller individual tents. Um, the cultists are up here, and kind of right as these groups of individuals approach the camp, you just hear this, um, and you see three hill giants, two manticores. I'll give you a nice, mm. nice little shift Z on the the manticore in a minute so you can see how grotesque they look and an ogre um yeah so that's what you're looking at that manticore does not look anything like the one disney made that's, that's correct <laughs> this is significant. Do, they, do they look subservient to the giants or do they look like their own sentient villain roll perception mm. Oh, uh, so I have a question about that. I had this shield that made my perception advantage. I never got it on my sheet, though, so I don't know what that was or what I need to do with it. Uh... I just wrote on my abilities, sweet shield. Yeah, I think it was shield of the sentinel. Okay, I'll go look it up and figure that out then. All right. Is that right? Shield of the sentinel. Nope. Yeah, shield of the sen sentinel shield. Advantage on initiative and perception. And that's it. All right. Also going to um, bring Derek to life. Derek. Derek. Okay. Initiatives. All right. Double sevens. And what are you perceiving? Uh, if the magic oh. horse is yeah, pets. Double set. You don't know. Yeah. You you saw them walk up together, so they're probably together. 
Um, so I've got a Hell Giant character sheet. I've got a Manticore character <coughs> sheet. Ooh. Manticores are nasty. Alright. Let's get me rolling some initiatives, and then I will get some chip going. I like the uh, lots of tents and collateral damage around. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a bad time unless you have some reason Spotify has decided to close on me. Discord. Jukebox. <clears throat> All right. Let's make it happen. Um, I think Rolo, you have a six. Six. Trying to squeak by that seven. Ooh, I rolled some rocks for initiative. All right, let's sort it. Let's make it happen. Starting off with Ekamon. Uh, is everybody like, pouring out of the tent right now? Is that how it's looking? Yep. Um, except for you, who huh, were the person who was keeping watch. Although I wasn't surprised. It's just like, oh, yeah. they're there. Oh, <laughs> um, another fun uh, part of nighttime encounters is that nobody's wearing armor. Except for Ekamon. Oh, you mean I? I had first watch. I didn't. Right. If you sleep in armor, you take a point of exhaustion at the end of your rest. Shit. Okay. <laughs> and it takes a minute to don your armor. Actually, I think it depends on. Let's go ahead and open up another tab and Google it. Time to don armor five e because it's a lot. Light armor is a minute. Medium armor takes you five minutes to put on, or 30 rounds of combat. Um, and heavy armor takes you 10 minutes, or 60 <laughs> rounds of combat to put on. Um, what kind of armor are you using there, Rolla? Is it, is it heavy? I'm not wearing my <laughs> Medium, I'm not wearing my armor. Okay. I mean, you could spend the next 30 rounds if you want to just hang the rest of your party out to dry. Um... Shields take an action, so you all could have grabbed those on your way out of the tent. Ekamon, you've got some you got some monsters rolling up. Yeah. Yeah. Um hmm. Let's see. It looks like a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, 
Jeez. That's cool. Um, and I just started blasting. Blast. Uh, I guess I'll... Um, I hex, um, yeah, Manticore on the right. This is the just best angle there. Not have to go over tents or anything. All right. And then I will Eldritch Blast. All right. The hex will be notified by a skull. Yeah, Jesus Christ, a 26 does in fact hit. <laughs> is your back getting sore over there, Hecamon? <laughs> it's good time. It, it, when it fails, though, it's going to be awful and tremendous. Brombor uh, is picking up a lot of acorns. And then I get the second bolt, so same target. Is that right, though? Ten, ten, was four charisma. Yeah, I just rolled shitty. All right, on the damage. <laughs> Oof, yeah. Okay, another twenty-six will, in fact, hit. And there's <laughs> That's your damage. Better. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're not looking rough, but we're not happy about that. Um. Uh, I'm gonna like start blacking away because I'm I'm a little too <laughs> close. Baby, come back. <laughs> Alright, is that it? Yeah, that's it for me. Cool. Um Yeah, so you see that the not the manacore that you attacked, um but what appears to be its partner over here to the west uh, sees you fire off your tentacly goodness at its companion and it looks at you with these just searing red eyes and hisses at you just <laughs> and you see it kind of cock its tail back um, and whip it in your direction and you see just three huge spikes come flying at you Fifteen, twenty-one, and fourteen. You, um, <laughs> can I react? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna react with my entropic ward. Um, basically, when it makes when a creature makes an attack roll against you, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on that roll. Okay. Uh, just pick any one, any of the tail spikes. Okay. I'll roll another one. Lowest roll over here was a nine. Let's see if... Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> the 21 was the lower of the two. Um, yeah. So do any of those hit? Yeah, they do. Oh, boy. All of them? 
All of them. Oh boy. Alright, it's gonna be six, eleven. It's gonna be a total of twenty-one piercing damage. Ow. Ow. <laughs> Easy encounter. I thought you couldn't make a hard enough encounter. Well, yeah, no, I had to change the seed monster because I could not make a hard enough one with bandits. So do I have to, like, roll constitution three times to keep my concentration? Mm-hmm. Yep, it'll be three separate con saves for your hex. Um, you got this. Well, actually, you lost it on the first one, so hex yep. is Namas. All right. Um, and then I think he's probably gonna curl around behind this hill giant and step in front of his partner. Try and protect her. Alright, uh, that's gonna be it for him. Up next is the hill giant in the center. And he is the one that you heard the and he just points, um, and says, Does anybody speak giant? I do not believe so. Cool. Yep, yeah, so that's just what you all hear. Um, and he is going to pick up... He's going to pick up this rock as he steps around this tent. Um, 61 target. Okay. And he's going to yeet it at probably Teppin, who's in front. Rock! 25? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 22 plus fire damage! <laughs> oh, that's a rock. That's a big acorn. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> 3d10 plus 5 when it picks up a rock. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it for the hill giant. The ogre is going to step up in front of the hill giant. Get around a little bit faster. Actually, he can't. Just the same. He goes faster, but his his legs are much stumpier. Um, he will throw a javelin at Dominic. Wow! Does a twenty-two hit at disadvantage? It does. Okay. It's gonna be seven okay. piercing damage to Dominic. And that brings us to Teppin. All right, so Teppin. Which one was the one? This guy? Yeah, that's the one who just threw the rock at you. All right, I'm going to send Derek to distract them. Just have him fly around the area. Okay. As for Teppin, he's going to step back behind the group and clink his blades together, like sharpening them. And then uh, scream a little bit, like, ah! And a bunch of wind swirls around him, and I'm casting Zephyr Strike. That's terrifying. And so what that means is my next attack roll within the next minute will be at advantage, and it will also do, if it hits, an extra D8 of damage 
And I also have an extra 30 feet of movement for this turn. That doesn't matter. Okay. I don't like it when you have new things. That scares yeah. me. All right. Is that yeah. what you're going to do? Uh, bonus action. Can I throw Hunter's Mark on him? Yeah. You're throwing it on the big boy who rocked you? Big boy. Yeah. You got it. He's going down. Your Hunter's Mark will be denoted by a lightning bolt. And that brings us to Oscar. Yeah. Chun. Uh, so I guess Oscar's gonna kind of take a uh, take a look around and see how the team is doing does he notice anybody that's hurting bad or yeah um the only person well let's see here so you just saw teppin take a rock to the face mm -hmm. um and you just ekamon has like three uh let's see if the character sheet tells me how big they are um tail spike Nah, it doesn't really say. Um, Alright. I mean, so Ekamon has like three, like think like railroad spike sized tail spikes just sticking out of his torso. Okay. So he sees that. Uh, so let's... Go ahead and choose any creature. I'm gonna throw this out there. Why is it doing that? Uh, so. Channel Divinity. Okay. Preserve life. So, second level. I don't know why it's not letting me throw it into the chat. Okay. Uh, heal the badly injured, present your holy symbol and evoke healing energy that can restore a number of hit points below five times your cleric level, choosing creatures within 30 feet, divide the hit points among them, can restore a creature to no more than half of their hit point maximum. So is it kind of like, hey, I can do so many to Ekamon and then so many to Teppin? Um, well, you Because if it's saying... But they both are currently above half of their maximum health. Right. Is that last sentence? You can restore them to no more than half of their maximum health. All right. So then here's what we're doing. He. Alright, so we're going to use a guiding bolt on this fellow. Fuck it, shit up. Was that the ogre or the hill giant I had scrolled down? So uh, which no, the... Going to kill? Nope, we'll do the ogre since he's out in front. Ogre. Get him. 
Let's do... Oh, what? Oh god, you just vomited dice on the screen. 24 does hit for 14 radiant damage. That's not bad. Not bad damage. Um... And you see that, like, whenever this bolt of divine energy just strikes him, he starts glowing. Um, and so, instead of, you know, kind of seeing his form flicker in the the shadow of the fire as it, you know, pops and crackles, um, you can now just clearly see this guy, and he's getting ready to get lit up. Yes. Alright, I think that'll be all for Oscar. Alright. Um, so it's now time for the mana core that got um, got Eldritch Blast, and he just kind of looks up and goes, Dinner! Um, and he flaps his wings and takes off and starts flying over at Derek. So he's flying right by Derek, and he's going to reach out and take a bite. And it misses, and bites the hill giant for five damage. Derek takes a puff of a cigarette. And the hill giant's like, what the fuck? Um... And now the mana core is going to try and claw at Derek for a 10. Nope. And Derek blows the cigarette smoke in the mana core's face. 16. That does hit. Oh, no. Eight slashing damage. Okay. Derek's still up. Go, Derek. He's a beefy boy. Derek. <laughs> Derek, the main tank of the party. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what the battle scene looks like right now. I know. For the audio recording, it's literally like the party is clustered at the very bottom of the map, and Derek <laughs> is just like in the middle of a circle of a hill giant, an ogre, and a manacore in the northern quarter of the map. It's great. Uh, Vincer, you're up. Uh, per usual, I started blasting. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Hello. Okay. Um, ping me where you where you trying to where you trying to get? You trying to get those guys right there. So you get both manacores, this giant in the center, and the ogre. Alright, um, with your, um, fire little pyro self, are you sculpting it around the tents, or are you lighting them bitches up too? Bueller? Oh, wait, I forgot I want to push the talk. Of our, uh... Or other caravan homies got now the area. Um, we are about three seconds into the combat, so I'm gonna say no. 
Alright, then I will bend it around the tent. Got it. Um, okay, so we're deck saves incoming. Uh, deck save for the ogre. Deck save for the giant. Wow. The ogre rolled a zero on his deck save. <laughs> good numbers yeah yeah the ogre actually rolls into the fire <laughs> all right so pretty center manticore it's not good oh i rolled an i rolled initiative what, what? okay i don't really know what's going on right now let's just can I delete the manticore? Delete him. Get out of here. Okay, there it goes. That was weird. Deck save for the manticore. Okay, 11. Um, and for the northeastern manticore, is a 16. So he is the only one who saves. Um, so that'll be 28 damage to the ogre. The 28 damage. The ogre's looking real bad now. Like you can see that his skin is just blistering and gross, and it's not a good look. 28 to the giant. 28 to the Manticore that was trying to chomp on Derek, and he's she's now looking real rough as well. And 14 to other Manticore. And they all just kind of turn to you in unison, and they're like, fucker. Um, and that's the thing uh, that happens. I'm gonna pack my happy little self up behind this rock down here. Yeah, you gonna you gonna do a little waddle? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna waddle behind this rock. Okay. <laughs> it's probably a good call. Oh, just got bloody thumbs up for me. <laughs> Spikes to go my chest as you go by. <laughs> um, yeah, so he is. Let's see here. We are on the hill giants in the northeast. He is going to step through uh, these tents right in the mm -hmm. Oh, there was a mechanic for this in the book. Let me go find it. Uh, 1d4. That's not how you roll die in this game. <laughs> Good numbers. Alright, um, so you see that a couple of little peoples just skedaddle their, their way out of this destroyed tent and head up and hide in these bushes up here in the northeast corner of the map. And just looking at the tent that this, this giant has just walked through, you do not see any casualties. Um, and I think he is going to dash and get right up in y'all's face. And that will be his turn. And that brings us to Rompor. There is a giant in front of you, and Derek is main tanking half of the monsters. What would you like to do? Uh, so if Rombor decides to kind of make his way to the north over here where Derek is, is that an opportunity attack from that giant? Um, let me look 
look at his reach. He's got to leave us with a giant in front of us? Cool, yep. thanks. He's out. He's got 10 feet of reach, so yes, that would be. Balls. All right. Uh... Okay. Um, so I guess he will stay there. And being woken up, he's definitely going to be angry and mad about that. So he's going to go into a rage. And go ahead, drop that drink. And he will attack this giant here in front of him. Yeah. With that church grade. With the church grade. There's a 24 here. Yes, it does. Okay. Good. Kind of 18 damage. Alright. Bad. Alright, so we'll take Drana and we will attack him again with another charge plate. Ooh. Yep. Alright. And 15. Yep. And that will be Rumbor's go. That brings us to the hill giant in the e western corner, because that's how directions work. Yeah. Um, he is going to actually step over this tent over here and make his way to this rock. Right, meow. And he's going to pick it up. Over here on the western side, and he's got a range of 60... Yeah. Oh. Domic. Coming your way. Okay. For a 17. That hits. For a 21 bludgeoning damage. Jesus. Was that a rock? That it was a rock. Alright, that's going to be that hill giant's turn. That brings us to Rollo. Right. I see Derek over the fire fighting over the ogre and the um, giant. And I am going to be very corny and say... Thorn you all. Crap, where'd it go? Is that not working? Hold on. No, it just shared it. A spike growth. Yeah. So I'm going to cast it's that. Difficult terrain. Yes, underneath Derek. When a creature moves into or within the D4 piercing damage every five feet, something travels in it. Oh. Pretty much just grow a bunch of in the middle of the camp. So yeah, I know. I just put like be a circle. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I guess let's get to draw in a circle. One, two, that's 20. I mean, it's a good thing that people haven't had time to scramble, otherwise they'd be irradiated spikes. <laughs> so actually, be a diameter of four. Yeah, I'm working on it. 
Hey, there's an Oakley on my screen. <laughs> now it's CBS. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know why it's Spanish like that, but that's, that's what we're looking at. So. I, I like it. Yeah. There you go. There's your there's your circle of thorns. Um, and I'm going to wink at this ogre who's attacking Rombor by putting my hunter's mark on him, and I'm going to shoot an arrow at him. Uh, well, you can't shoot because that was an action to cast. I get two actions. Nope, you get an action and a bonus action. I just put my hunter's mark on him. Okay, at the ogre? Well, the good news is yeah. they're coming into the area for the first time, so the ogre took six piercing damage from the thorns growing up his feetsies. Mm. He's looking real bad. Um... The giant takes four. Okay. Cool. Um, Manicore doesn't take any because he's flying. Same as Derek. Alright, and you put in the hunter's mark you said on your ogre. Your hunter's mark is going to be the burglar mask. Anything else for you, Rolla? That's it. All right, that brings us to Domic to close out round one. Uh, Domic's going to run up to the giant and uh, try to bite into his thigh. Vampire bite. Okay. Um, that Cute. looks like that. 13. Yeah, yep. Yep, that gets him, and he kind of likes it. Excellent. So with <laughs> that, I am going to roll a grapple strike so after that as a bonus action i can try to grapple him and i want to do this by spider climbing up his back and just kind of grapple him from behind okay um so that would be strength roll and you can expend one spirit dice to grapple target as a bonus action okay i gotta roll that superiority dice which is 1d8 Eight? Why do I never remember, Travis? Yeah, it's a D8. Pretty soon, I think it goes up to a D10, maybe? Or maybe you get more of them. I can't remember. There's my Spirit Dice, oh, and wow. here is my Strength Roll. Is it a contested Strength Roll? It says a... Try to grapple using a bonus action. See player's handbook for rules on grappling. Add superiority dice to your strength athletics check. All right. Rules on grapple. Well, if you type in rules on G, that is the first thing that pops up. So <laughs> this is quite quite the hot topic. Um, need a free hand. Takes place of an attack. You're doing it as a bonus action can't grapple a creature larger than one size larger than you so you cannot grapple him because he's a big boy but you can use it to climb up on his back i'll say okay so no yeah that's it... fine that's all i wanted to do is kind of mount his back anyway okay mm -hmm. um <laughs> do i need to roll for that yeah yeah you roll strength okay it's a contested strength check <laughs> 
Oh yeah, twenty-two yeah. plus four. Plus four. What's the plus four from? Oh, from superiority dice. Oh, okay, that was an extra damage. It is. Okay. But it also applies to the bonus move. Handy. How's the twenty-five look? Damn, that's still not enough. Twenty-six, baby. I rolled a nat twenty <laughs> plus five, and it was not enough. So yeah, you kind of bite into his thigh and he kind of likes it. he's like oh. um <laughs> and then you start like you know spider climbing up his leg and he like does a soccer kick with that leg to try and yeet you off and you just barely manage to hang on and then as he kind of reels from the strength of that kick to try and dislodge you you kind of continue to skitter on up his back um all right so to take uh, inventory here we got 10 damage i'm on his back I have my extra attack for that bite. I'm doing my, um, I sucked the energy out of him so that my next attack will be stronger. And yeah. I'm going to try to club him with my quarterstaff. Yeah. And the only thing I will say is I didn't do the two damage for dueling style. Okay. Uh, isn't it? Actually, this is considered a simple melee weapon. Oh. Okay. Sure. So that, yeah. that does it, right? We'll do two more. Sure. Get it. And am I at advantage? Uh, yeah. You sitting between his shoulder blades would be at advantage. <laughs> All right, it's gonna be so the four damage was the piercing. So it's gonna be that attack roll twenty three. Yep, twenty three hits. All right, I don't need to use that anyway. So. Uh-huh. What is that? <laughs> 12, 30, 14? Yes, 14. All right. Um, yeah, I'll just action surge and go again. Yeah. He, I'll just keep hitting is, him with the... He is bloodied now. I'm going to just keep hitting him with the quarter staff. So let's just do, 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 do. There's another one. And with blood dripping down his face from his fangs, he's just wailing on this thing mercilessly. Is the D8 from your Empower? The D8? The extra D8, or is that on the quarterstaff? Uh, I don't know. It's not from the Empower. The Empower, I didn't use it because I already hit him. Oh, it didn't matter. You. Proficiency plus magic plus strength. This quarterstaff is special, I think. Is it? I don't know. What's magic? Yeah, it just has an extra D8 under damage two. Quarterstaff plus three. Plus three bonus to attack. Yeah, I think that just that second D8 shouldn't be there under damage two. It doesn't have a... I think... I wonder if you added that um, for like two-handed, maybe. Mm -hmm. Isn't it like a D six with one hand and a D eight with two? Mm hmm. I just dropped it from the inventory. I didn't modify this guy. Huh. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll leave it like that. We'll treat it. Uh. Well, actually, you'd be using it one. Whatever. We'll just we'll we'll count it. I don't care. Let's it would go. be one-handed. Yeah, but um, yeah. So, 
12 more damage. He's not he's not happy. He's not happy about this situation. Well, okay. And that's, <laughs> that's a crit. Yeah, so that's what? 11 math. 27, 29. He's very not happy about this. He's looking real rough, and that final crack, you, he's about to, like, topple over. It's it's real close. Okay. Um, that is all I have. Ekamon. Really? All right, uh, I'm going to... Use my last spell slot to hex the uh, ogre. It's looking real rough at the shawl shiny. Yeah. That will be denoted by the skull and crossbones for the hex. And, and then I will uh, use. Um, I can check the range real quick on that. Oh, yeah, we're good. And your first one is at advantage because of the guiding bolt. Um, if it was yeah. blast. Well, I wasn't. Since you put it that way. Sure. Oops, sorry, I didn't even do advantage, but... It's uh, alright. You can just roll again, and we'll take the higher... In case you get a crit. Get on it. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Murder, murder. Yeah. 19. Uh, yeah, he dies. He very much dies. Uh, do I need to declare both my blast targets or bolt targets? Nope. Or, no, so I can pick where I want the second one to go? Yes. Okay, uh, since he he die, he die. Ew. Yeah, got um, what's his face in that giant's back? Um, so probably shouldn't topple him over there while he's uh riding. Could be fun though, right? Could be. Um, I will uh, I, I will throw a uh, Eldritch. Last at the, the second one at the uh, mana core that I hit before that's next to Derek. Gotcha. Yeah, that'll hit. Good numbers. Noise. For eight force damage. He also, I think it's a she actually, do not be looking good. And then I'm going to um, tactically retreat. <laughs> I mean, adult. <laughs> All right. Is that I'm going to hide behind this tent. Yep. Is that it for you? Excellent. That's it for me. All right. Uh, that brings us to the male manticore. Seeing that Ekamon has disappeared behind the tent. Um, well, I think he's just going to also take off into the air and make a lazy kind of, how are you doing that waypoint moving, Q? 
Keith? Are you holding down a button while you drag? Oh, um, I just click and hold it, and then I right-click the square, and then I can move and right-click where I want it to go while still holding left-click. I like it. Okay. It's like the one thing I remember from the previous game I played. That's really awesome. All right. Yeah. So he's just going to make kind of a lazy circle. Um, around and kind of be floating in the oh, fuck. behind you all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, God, that was perfect. Okay, yeah. And that's going to be his turn. He had to do a dash fly to get there. Oh, man. <laughs> I just love that everyone was like, fuck balls, goddammit. <laughs> in front of Derek. Oh boy, this is a bit of a pickle. Uh, well, he's going to have to move 25 feet to get out of your thorns. So that is... We can get it up to right there. Um, let's go look at that spell. Where's your thorns at? 10d4. Yep, that's gonna be... You wanna roll me 10d4, Steven? What make you feel... Does it make you feel good? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two... It moved more than 10 feet, so I get to roll it twice, right? So 4d4? Well, it's every 5 feet it travels, and it traveled 25 feet yes. in there. So, so... 10d4. 10d4? Yeah. Yeah, it's 2d4 for every 5 feet. He moved 5 feet 5 times. Okay. 21. Coming in right at the average. I like it. I like not bomb rolls. He's now pretty bloody. His feet is toe up um, from that little journey. And he's just going to kind of drag that one really damaged foot behind him like fire giant in elden ring and step up to the party with a dash action and that brings us to chapin so what does that zephyr strike look like on your swords uh just a faint swirling around like you can kind of see the wind swirling around the swords gotcha also like the guys from elden ring got it <laughs> yeah there you go where was where was my B? Which guy was he? This one, right? Uh, which one are you trying to target? I mean, what? This guy? Are you looking for a hunter's mark? Yep. Yep, that's the you're the lightning bolt. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Teppin is gonna do some fancy dancing around him and just start slashing with his sword. Yeah. Get nothing him. nothing crazy so this first one was Zephyr Strike advantage on the next attack roll which I would have had advantage anyway right but whatever yeah 16 does hit all right and that Hunter's mark plus two piercing. And, uh huh. Shouldn't that include your sneak attack as well? 
So I have a question. Can't I use it on either attack? It's just once per turn? Yeah. And there's no difference on using it on my second one, right? No. There's, I mean, you don't know if the second one's going to hit is the only difference. Right. Um, um, did you use it on the attack before, actually? Now that I'm looking at it. Use it on the attack before? Oh, you didn't attack. I didn't attack. Didn't attack oh, I didn't attack. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that doesn't seem like enough dice for Teppin. I feel like he usually vomits dice on my screen. Okay. Yeah, to be fair, I'll leave it on the first attack next time because it doesn't make a difference. But I, I did have it off purposely, so not okay. this one. Uh, and then I'll attack with my other sword. Okay. And did that include... Did you get extra damage from Zephyr Strike? No. Oh, it does do extra. You're right. It's a extra D... Eight hundred. <laughs> yes, <laughs> indeed. Four D one hundred damage. Extra D eight. There you go. Okay. And that's force damage. Five more. Yeah. Still up. Yeah. All right. Not happy, but up. Still advantage. Yes. That one should have had sneak. My bad. That's 20. Right. Yes, that'll hit. So 2d6. There's three more. Okay. That is another 14. Still up. Uh, I guess I'm just going to disengage and back off. All right. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, so... Show me how you're moving. Because you can, uh, I think disengage only works on one target. Uh, as long as I made a melee attack, I can't be opportunity attacked. By the person that you attacked, right? Mm -hmm. Let me verify. Cutting action. You can take a bonus on each of your turns in combat. This is to disengage. It's not that one. Fancy footwork. If you make a melee attack against a creature, that creature can't make. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Um, and do, I mean, if you have a bonus action, you could still do the bonus action disengage as a rogue, which is all opportunity attacks. But your fancy footworks only do the one that you attacked. Okay. Uh, no, I won't take advantage because I didn't call that so i'm just gonna go Ooh, everywhere i'm just gonna join the fray here no <laughs> yeah i guess i'm just gonna go in here with the with the with my friends all right sense. uh we're gonna take a bite at you as you mm -hmm. retreat out of the way of the manticores does a 21 hit yes is it in the air or on the ground for piercing it's like hovering right above the ground uh, okay. okay, and do I have the boards can poke it? I have a potion of healing. I'm gonna go ahead and chug that with my bonus action. Yep, you got it. All fifteen. Right. Yeah.
All right. That's all I got. Uh, Derek? Yeah, Derek? He just keep doing his thing. He's just a uh, distraction. Just bobbing and weaving? Mm-hmm. You don't want him to try and kill the manicore? That would be fucking epic. <laughs> I, I got confused about using him. Can he still have his own attack? It's an action. It's one of my actions, right? Uh, so I already used it up. Yeah. Let me read that again, because I. I think that's what we determined. Yeah, I think that's right. The beast acts during your turn. It can move and use its reaction on its own, but the only action it can take is dodge. Unless you take a bonus action on your turn to command it to take another action, that action can be one. Gotcha. Stab lock. So, so I could have used my bonus to attack, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. But, I mean, just basically he eternally dodges, so you can just add two to his AC unless you do that um, bonus action, make him do something else. Kind of gotcha. And actually says you can only you can sacrifice one of your attacks so that he will attack, so I'm definitely not doing that. Yeah. I'm good. Yep. All right. Oscar. All right. So... We're just gonna try something crazy. All right, so he's going to attack this giant right here to the little, with a warhammer, one-handed. Whoa! Yeah, that will hit for three damage. Okay, so uh, this isn't the plan. So for the spiritual weapon, it is. So is this something that I can, as a bonus action, create it and have it also attack this giant? Yes. So you right. cast it, it pops out and makes a melee spell attack against something. Okay. And then, within. Yeah, and then it just kind of sticks around for the next 10 rounds, and you can move it and get it to whack shit with your bonus action. Well, yeah, we're definitely going to pull up this spiritual weapon then, which is going to be uh, a blue warhammer that's got the flames around it. And let's have it attack that giant... Sure. Let's go too. Let's see what happens. Um, yeah, 22 does hit for 8 force damage. Not too shabby. Well, feel as though that was a very weak round, but good try, Oscar. Trying new things. Yeah, almost killed him. Oh, okay. Alright, well, that's all that Oscar will do. Hmm. Interesting. Up next is Vinzer. Sorry, I forgot so I'm pushed to talk to Ken. Our AC's out, so I have a fan blowing at me, so I don't want to blow y'all out with a fan. Yeah, that makes good sense. Although I don't hear it when you're pushing to talk. If I leave it on, you'll notice. Yeah. I get complaints about it. No worries. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I have made you a blue warhammer. 
Oh, nice. And you just Thank dunked, you. You just donked him on the head with it. <laughs> Dunk. You done gone pissed him off. All right, so Vinzer, you've got a couple of giants around the, the core group of your party that are looking real bad. There's a pretty beefy mana core that's taken a couple of tentacly goodness bolts. Um, there's a mana core up in this thorn patch with Derek who's just real bad, and then there's a, a hill giant off to the west that has not yet been touched. I'm going to cast this at these group of homies around here and bend it, obviously bend it around my homies. Yeah. Blech. Vitriolic sphere. I gotta read it. Okay. All of Emerald Ass and explodes in a 20 foot radius sphere. Each creature in the area must make a dex save. Gross. Okay. Um, well, this just got real bad for a lot of people. I had just complained about Keith melting me for a month now. <laughs> okay. Uh, 14 fails. Alright, uh, so I am going to need Domic to make a acrobatics check for me. Okay. What kind of attack is it? Um, it is a dissolve attack. Would that be elemental? <laughs> It's a yeah, it's acid. Um, the okay. the giant that you are were on is dissolving, and you are riding it to. The oh, <laughs> I see. Okay, uh, that was a deck save. Yes. Yeah, or acrobatics check. Either one. Acrobatics. Okay. Yet again, you people are dissolving yeah you're fine you literally just slide down a shoulder blade like as he turns into a wave and like it looks really fucking cool nice i have inspired <laughs> jesus um yeah the other one also fails its save and also turns into a big acid pile of goop that has a, a glowing blue hammer over it um manticore time He's, he's got a shot. He's a dexterous boy. Um, not dexterous enough. Wow. That is, <laughs> that is half of his health. And he takes extra damage next turn. That is beautiful. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Vincer. Fuck you. Is there anything else you would like to do? Uh, okay, so this homie still... Standing. Yeah, yeah. You, you took about half of his health out in one thing, so he's pretty upset now. Mm. We're gonna go behind the other rock. <laughs> okay. That's oh, all I got. Bless it. Okay, Rombor. 
Um, you just watched two giants dissolve in a shower of acid that magically all turned to water right before it struck you and the rest of the party. Mm. That was way out there. Uh... Hmm. All right, so... I think he's just going to take a javelin and he's going to chuck it at this uh, manticore that he sees floating. Let's uh, do that. By Derek? This fella right here, since it's... Okay. I mean, he's hovering right above the ground, so you could walk up to him and whack him with a sword if you would rather do that. Oh, well then, yeah, I'd rather do that. Yeah, yeah, he was close enough to try and bite Teppin as he walked away. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to take it out. Walk on down here. Yep. And we're going to throw the charge, the divine, and rage, and let's do this. Yes. Ah. Uh, oops. Hit me with that sweet Zamboni. Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah. He also. Like, what does that look like? Because he just dies so we've got two big old acidy piles of goo right behind you and you just turn around and murder this manticore how oh yeah i'm cutting him up into sections taking his wings and i'm gonna fly up and take care of the other manticore i'm laughing all right what else you want to do Rumble? um Really didn't measure my movement on that one, but I'd say he'll probably just twenty. Yeah, we'll say twenty. Put him back up here because forty is his total. So yep, you got uh, it. that's what he's doing. Yep. All right. Um, what can I do? Let's see here. We've got hill giant. Okay, yeah, he's gonna walk down through this tent right here. Let's see how many people he murders. If it's another zero, I'm out. I'm just done. If I can't even kill NPCs anymore. <laughs> that was my one saving grace in the last fight. I'm gonna have to take some lessons from Vincer and bending my spells. Right. So you do see um, one person kind of skedaddle off to the west. Oh, um, but the the giant's foot does come down, and you hear, ah! and then silence, um, and you see kind of blood start pulling out from under this tent. So Stevet um, is no more, and. Ye I think he's just going to pull his great club out and hmm, walk up to the little squishy guy. He said, hello, squishy. Don't look at that.
How do you get it to move, Keith? Uh, you just when you're like when you just let go, it should move. No, nope, it doesn't. It doesn't do that shit for me. Okay, um, and that's gonna be it for his turn. Rolo. Hey, I'm gonna put giant that's coming towards Vinzer. Oh, you have to actually put the and point down where you want it to stop. Sorry, then it'll move to that. Oh yeah, that makes good sense. Okay. And to save my the person who's pretty much been killing everybody's, I'm gonna go pew pew twice with a longbow. Yeah. That will hit. Um, did you move your hunter's mark over to this guy? Yeah, I was just saying I moved my hunter's mark to him. Cool. I was too busy playing around with the little, um, which deeds it's yours is the thief face. All right, so it's gonna be thirteen damage. Yeah, take a second shot. Another fourteen will hit for another nine damage. Boring, I know, but that's my turn. Yep, that's all right. It's now the race to save the little guy. Who's um, having fun playing with the arrows? <laughs> um. Yeah. What was the circle around the manicure? Um, that is a big thorn Thorns. area that your buddy Rollo created. Hmm. Okay. Let you guys know, I just put a bunch of thorns up the cultist tents as they were sleeping, so, you know, they're probably pretty pissed off in there. <laughs> nice. Leave it to Rolo. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm going to cast Compelled Duel on... Can I do it from here? 30 feet. Yeah. I'm going to pass Compelled Duel on the Manticore, so he only wants to attack me. Huh. All right. Let's make a Wisdom save. Also, somehow the Manticore's initiative got deleted. So that's great. either an 11 or a 16 or 11 or a 19 yeah it was the 11 because that was the one that I've been attacking since the beginning which wasn't the first one gotcha 11 we go alright 
So we've got compelled duel is a bonus action wisdom save. Manticores are they're kind of wise. They're kind of we got a shot. Okay. Damn it. Yep, eighteen will save. Anything else you okay. want to do, Dominic? Yeah, that's just my bonus action. So let's go ahead and <laughs> change our focus, I guess. I'll uh So okay, if I'm right here, am I in the thorns? I guess that would be a yes. Yep. Right? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna throw my javelin at him. That's what I'm gonna do. Get him. Javelin of lightning. And it'll be like that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what is, you gotta put that spin on it. <laughs> what is the code word of the week? 21, that's not dueling, but it will be piercing, and then it also has something else to it. Yeah, I think it casts lightning on it. Yes, something like that. Yeah, like shocks it for like 46 lightning damage or something, and then also javelins the shit out of it. Um, anyway, that will hit for eight, and regardless of how much lightning damage you do, you just catch it right in the eye, right into the brain, and it just falls and crumples into the cultist tent. And you see like two cultists and like heart boxers and nothing else. Um, <laughs> oh, that's cute. Just like tiptoeing. And it's uh, like. <laughs> frantically putting his armor on. Dominic will smirk the tiniest little smirk. <clears throat> and that's it for his turn. Okay. Uh, that brings us to round, I don't know, three or four, Teppin, or not Teppin, Ekamon. So, uh, I'm quite, uh, quite pleased with watching something else melt, even though it wasn't my doing, so I'm gonna uh, Save my fellow face melter. Mm. My hex is a bonus action over to the uh, giant. All right. And uh, pew pew some tentacles at. You said pew pew. Oh my god, you can scroll the icons down. There's so much more than I even knew. Your hex is a radioactive symbol because that makes sense. <laughs> nice. Pew pew. Twelve does not hit. Kind of just gets absorbed into the thick hide that he has. Um, but the twenty most certainly will. Yeah. Sixteen. Good God. Okay. Yeah. Still up. And. Uh... Yeah. There's there's bins there in the rack so. I'm gonna just go ahead and take the long way around the town. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right, Chapin. Hmm. This guy wasn't the hunter's mark guy. Uh, no. Nobody had interacted with him until Stephen and. Um, Keith put their respective Ah, uh, he was the Yeah, okay But you can bonus action to um, Move your Hunter's Mark over to him, I think 
don't have the spell slots. Well, it doesn't if your target dies and you just get to do it as a bonus action. Oh, well then, yeah. Let's do that. Uh, I mean, nothing really to it. Teppin's going to clink his swords and run over and attack this guy. How's he looking? Um, He's still looking pretty hardy. Let's see here. Your hunter's mark will be a wing, a Naruto wing. And let's see. Whatever speed when you move into time and combat. And we're going to use feline agility on this, so it'll double my uh, movement speed for this turn. Because it's 30 there, so I can get away after I attack. And uh, dancing around, I'm going to be poking uh, with precision with both of my swords. Mm -hmm. So, numero uno. God, you vomited dice again. Yeah, 18 will hit for 20 damage. Now he's not looking so good. You've got him right in one of the... Uh... One of the bleeders in his lower leg. Nice. And I'll take off sneak for this one and go again with my other sword. 17. 17 will also hit. All right. He's starting to look bad, but it looks like we've got three more turns until he can crush Vinzer to death. Um, <laughs> Bye, Vinzer. One of those is Vinter, so I have a strong suspicion that that's not actually going to happen. <laughs> and I'm going to bring Derek just behind us. Yep. Out of those thorns. A Derek, Derek. All right. Anything else, Tepin? Nope. That brings us yep. to Oscar. Yep, he's going to throw a... Uh, his Warhammer is not going to be able to move close enough, so we'll just go ahead and throw a guiding bolt over there. Yep. Make it... Yeah. Oh my lord. Yeah, that's not gonna... That's not gonna do it. You actually kind of yeet it over into this tent. And he, uh... Tucks his head like, oh god, did you see that? What happened? Yep, and you just hear somebody go, ah! And <laughs> fall over. And you see kind of a hand poking out through this tent right here. <laughs> you have officially <laughs> killed a civilian. No, 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 he, he's gonna do the, uh... <clears throat> uh... Cure wounds on that poor soul. Well, hang on. Let me go look up <laughs> you look up how much HP he would have. Commoner has four HP. Okay, yeah, that. Uh, yeah. One shot kill. Five E. I'm pretty sure that does just kill it. All right, character needs to reach negative HP opposite their maximum HP. Yeah, so you there is no wounds to cure. He is just uh, burned in your divine light. 
Oops. And you see the hand shrivel and wither. Uh, casual casualties of battle. Sorry. Uh, you can still move your hammer with the bonus action. I was going to say it'd be 20. Yes. Do you mind if we can move the hammer closer? I think this is going to be the... Yeah. This is going to be your name is William D. Your name is William D. Um, nope, it won't let me. I don't think it'll let me use a shape that I have drawn as a token. Yeah, it won't. Well, I tried. That works. All right, that's it for us here. Okay. Um, that brings us to Vinzer. You got a big, angry blue dude. Not blue. Uh, tan dude right in front of you. Uh, <laughs> 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 he knows. Fireball. Uh, deck save for the hill giant. They are not terribly dexterous. Um, but that'll do. So he takes half damage and he is still up. This sucks. <laughs> I guess I'm just chilling so it is an opportunity to attack me. Alright. Harambor. Can you do it? Can you save it? He's going to come down here, definitely. Uh, let's go ahead and just throw the charge plate on there as well. Divine Fury for the first attack. And we'll charge blade. Oh, no. Just hits. Fortune. Just hits? Okay. And murder. Dead. So how does that look? Yeah. So with his focus on Vincer, Romer just comes up and just stabs him in the side of the head. Takes him out and then drags it down the side of his body. Give me that Clem Hazard vibe. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Yeah. You have solved <laughs> my giant puzzle. All right. Well, I prepared, and we... Well, 15 for that. <laughs> I, I Close felt... all your windows. I was about to say, yeah, I felt prepared. <laughs> let, me, let me count the tabs. All right, I've got three story uh, windows open. Um, we did not proceed past the first. <laughs> we rolled two D20s worth of story tonight. Um, I started with three tabs open, and I now have nine in that window 12 just 12 up oh, no <laughs> sentinel shield was hiding 13 so we did our job then yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah sure did damn it starting fucking stand up 
giant steaks. All right. 